episode of the rest of the review and you know what that means you will be sad dylan are you sad right (laughs) now (laughs) (laughs) fucking slame shame some sluts there you go one slut okay you fuck someone you fucking bitch no john this is my time that's right go ahead fucking bitch you had sex and that makes you dirty and bad forever and you what it makes john tatum a king and Eddie mm-hmm. Gilbert, a king. And if yeah. you women out there show your boobs to one man, that one man is your better. That even if it's the thing a we all the thing we all need to remember about this, Eddie Gilbert, martyr for mm. the no fat movement, which Dylan and I are the president and <laughs> yeah. first lady. I'm the first lady. Yeah. Uh, to Double John Tatum. Ladies. Yeah, we we're both the first lady of the no fat movement. Mm. We. We heard what the Proud Boys were doing, and we went, less politics, more just not jacking off, but always talking about not jacking off. I'm also currently recording this in Dubai, and I just yelled, not jacking off, about 11 times. There's going to be some men knocking on your door. Yes. Are you from the rest of the review? I am. We have heard of you. Come with us. I I knew this day would come. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you closer to Barbados? Because that's where we do our best work. We're number six in Barbados. Are we number six in Barbados? I think so. I, we're all, all I comedy tell- podcasts. <laughs> we were number two for a bit. In Barbados? <laughs> in Barbados. I'm going to take that. Also, a friend of mine uh, recently was like a fan. He's a bit of a bigger comic than he's like a cult comic. Was tagged in a, hey man, have you heard this podcast? And he was like, no, this is amazing. And then I text him being like, that's my podcast. And he's like, why didn't you tell me that this, you were doing this? This is very good. And I'm like, man, because I'm being cool. I don't want to be one of those people in LA that just tells you about my podcast because I've been and in those conversations. And you want to beat them up. You want to beat that guy up. He is not Ooh, in Barbados, but he does live by a beach. Sword. Ooh. Is it Pacific Ocean? Venice Beach. It is not, but it is Marty Gennetti's friend, Bill Gennetti. Nice. It is Marty Gennetti's friend, his own stepsister. Yes, his own his own stepdaughter. Yes, his own stepdaughter. Mm. She does not know him. Uh, she had moved out by the time Marty Gennetti had married her mom, quote unquote, for the pills. But hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to let's it. Let's fucking We're about quit squawking about that fucking loser and talk about someone who was wrongfully. Let me ask you this straight off the Missy fucking bat. Right, straight. straight off the fucking bat. Who who did I discover she dated um, bef- possibly befo- before John Tatum? So Wikipedia is wrong. She was hanging around with a bunch of Jake different people Snake or Roberts. this better than Jake the Snake Roberts. This or this and the way that this person discusses it, I don't know if I believe it, but it's so good that they might be lying. Are you ready? Larry the Cruncher Zabisco when asked so, about Missy Hyatt claimed ah she was crazy always crazy i always told the boys to get away from her i did date her when she was 18 and she was as cute as a button but crazy she was trying to get in the business and use me i ponder off on john tatum let her let him deal with her she's crazy and you're like larry you're a monster and the way he says she was 18 (laughs) you're like 
Oh, your dick has a tongue and it's licking its lips, you awful, oh, weird man. Oh, God. I still just look at high school yearbooks because I want to absorb the youth, the living legend, new, Larry Zabisco. The new world or odor is how I would describe her crotch, Larry Zabisco. So she, by the way, Missy Hyatt says that shit did not happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it did. <laughs> I guarantee it did not. I, like I don't a, like. I, I like a guy making up who he dated. You know, Wes, I was actually oh. tacitly involved with Renee Zellweger. You, you know what? I'm going to back Dylan up on this. I got a lot I once... of her garbage in my car, and that means. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of, I got a lot of stuff that she also might own in my house. She might the have. The fact uh, that I have masturbated some... to Empire Records means we're married. Mm -hmm. I uh, I legally changed my name to Bridget Jones Diary when I lived in England for a time, not realizing her last name was Jones in that movie, not Diary. The egg was on my face, Dylan. <laughs> so Missy Hyatt, um, who started in, what's the worst territory you could start in? The Sheik's Basement. WCCW, that's where she started. That's right, baby. She started in WCCW 85. So you know what that means? The Coke is on the table and the Von Erics oh, are yeah. dying. <laughs> what I liked about Missy Hyatt was she's just an interviewer. She's they were like, oh, Jake said that he um, really started doing drugs after he got hit with a guitar by Honky Tonk Man. She's like, uh, me, Hawk and, J Hawk and Jake would do cocaine for four days in a row. So I guess that he got worse from there. She dated yeah. Jake the Snake before she got into wrestling. She used to go around to uh, Where? wrestling shows. Okay, I have my first. Here's my first question. Yes. What about Jake the Snake Roberts? Do you think she found attractive? Do you think it Sad. was the fact that he? Yeah, I was going right there. Was she looked at him and she went, "If I fix him, then maybe Daddy will love me." And then Jake was Moody. like, "You mind if I hoogie in your ass?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You want to know oh, my dad?" And then, and then Missy Hyde cried yeah. until now. Yeah, Missy, let's go play my dad and anyone that I love. What? No. <laughs> no, please, no. But you should say this. She tours around and basically discovers, hey, these people just do the same matches. And this is the thing about wrestling now where all these this old is... guys hate wrestling now, but it's like these guys have to like come up with a new match every week minimum, and you guys just did the same match for fucking years. This was a point... Meltzer made to Jim Cornette, and then Jim Cornette basically stopped talking to Dave Meltzer, which I so good, which was, Jim, you and the Midnight Express were hated by old school tag teams because they said you were doing too much. And Jim Cornette's response was, well, we fucking had to. It was a different time. The territories had gone from a loop to being on television, so we had to escalate, and it was a war. And you almost want to be like, hey, Jim, what do you think is happening now, you weird, weird man? And here's the other thing. Jim Cornette, Sexually incredibly deviant. Probably behaved inappropriately. Also, way better to Missy Hyatt than anyone who definitely said, yeah. I love you to Missy Hyatt. Like, I guarantee John Tatum made Missy Hyatt watch him take a shit while two of the Von Erics put muscle relaxants in their own eyes. And Jim Cornette yeah. probably called her the C word more times than was appropriate. And I'm not just talking about cunt. I'm talking about words that start with C. I don't even know. You are a crab apple bitch. <laughs> well, th yeah, this is like one of the things that Paul Heyman and Jim Cornette can agree on is that Missy Hyatt was amazing and weirdly like 
a guy in Jim Cornette that will say, why don't any of the wrestlers fuck the rats anymore? will be like, Missy Hyatt's oh, one of yeah. the misused, most misused wrestlers in the history of wrestling. Well, let me fucking tell you something, Dylan, you cunt. reason why Missy Hyatt's better than them goddamn ring rats is she's in the business. And if you're a rat, you don't have a job except to suck my dick. <laughs> I love the idea of calling uh, women rats, and then like he got obviously fired from the NWA for like his uh, Ethiopian joke, but he's still like women are rats. <laughs> mm-hmm. you gotta love a guy who will just die on a fucking hill like that. This is I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Jim They're Burnett. fucking rat. If you fuck them, you get diseases. If there's too many but of them, the- you can get coyotes to eat them. These are the women he, that come to the show. This, but this is the insane thing about Jim Cornette. Better to women than almost any other promoter or wrestling, non-wrestling personality. Like, I guarantee Eric Bischoff started smoking cigars so he could try and put one out on Missy Hyatt. Bischoff clearly, the Missy Hyatt-Bischoff thing we'll get into, but I will say that partially I'm on Bischoff's side. Look forward to that. I do look forward to that. Let's start off. It's Dallas. Missy Hyatt is uh, getting into wrestling at the mm. worst time possible for her to get into <laughs> wrestling in that it was not yeah. 2018 briefly. Like, let's all remember That's 2017, so 20, 2016 to 2018, the WWE was like, women wrestling is a priority. It is 2021. And they are like, Asuka, mm, no, I'd rather not tell you. <laughs> this is the interesting thing. I think she did a great job because she got six years at a WCW versus, I guess the other time she would have made a lot of money would have been the late 90s, but she would have been in wrestling for two years. Like if she was she was kind of Sable and Sunny at the same time, but she'll never get the credit because she did it in WCW. She also created a archetype type of... She was every manager. ECW valet. Every That's single exactly ECW valet is just a it, more just, intense version of of uh, sorry yeah. of Missy Hyatt. Francine is literally just Missy Hyatt, but like slightly somehow less so, but more revealing clothing. Like Missy Hyatt. Yeah. It's also I'm painted in this weird thing of Missy Hyatt's basically made her money for the last twenty years off of just being like New Jack. I fucked him. 80 bucks like you're just like, oh, so like <laughs> yeah yeah like my interpretation yeah. of what missy hyatt was on wcw tv and what she is on shoot interviews is wildly different well, um, it's also like missy hyatt when we were first getting into like shoot interviews it was just shoot interviews in the early 2000s were just let's rehash what the screw job was no Hadn't even gotten to that. It was just weird stories from the territories and implications of times Ric Flair behaved wildly inappropriately. Well, this is what I'm saying. And then the other one was Missy Hyatt. <laughs> fu- if this guy fucked Missy Hyatt, ha ha, Missy Hyatt yeah. is a skank. And then Missy Hyatt, of course, being Teflon as she is, just comes out with the wrestling vixens. And then I hope took the money. I hope just some guy uh, would make up. I actually hope for us all that she took that money. Yeah, yeah, I hope that she's the thief and she wasn't robbed. Oh, also, uh, Larry Zabisco yeah. claimed that Missy Hyatt told him she was the heir to the Hyatt Hotel fortune, which is why he dated her, because he wanted that money. And you're like, Larry, you don't know how to talk about yourself. That doesn't, that you think that that story makes you seem cool, and it. <laughs> so this is, of course, by Jim Cornette saying, John Tatum, who we, you can, we can watch him, and he just looks like every other 80s wrestler now, but... 
John, John Tatum. Tatum, the John only man I've ever heard man. of. Hang on. Yep. Do you know who John Tatum was trying to be? And this is the only person I've ever heard. He was trying to be Buddy Landell. Mike. He was trying to be Michael Hayes. Oh yeah, yeah. And he tried to drink like Michael Hayes, but everyone was like, "Man, just stop it." Yeah, just don't. Like, yeah, that's like I want to be like Gigi Allen. Don't. But it's just so don't. interesting to be like, I want to be like Michael Hayes. I'm gonna take on only the negative parts of his personality. Mm-hmm. I am not going to learn how to do a good promo or befriend two of the best workers of an era. I am going to do muscle relaxants in the morning and bother people. Mm. I'm just going to tell people I'm in a band. Yeah, I'm a lot like Elon Musk in that I date bizarre women. No other thing. Uh, I'm a lot like Joe Rogan in that Mm -hmm. um, if someone disagrees with me, I will just corner them in a room that I own for three hours and yell at them without actually deferring or giving them a chance to answer. Mm. I'll constantly just ask another man to Google things for me. I'm exactly like Joe Rogan. You are exactly like Joe Rogan. I've been with you, and you're just like, hey, could you Google that? And I'm like, I'm not Googling your address. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you already did it. Power Alpha. Uh, Those of you that don't have the video don't know that for some reason Dylan's joke was so good it knocked my headphones off my head. That's why you should pay for the video. Only available at patreon.com backslash Missy Hyatt was right. Yeah, the headphones are also on. John's nuts. They are. I uh, my cock is now is actually doing the episode about Missy Hyatt because Dylan and I have gone hard right. Ooh, Dylan and I let's are the fucking fuck each other. We are the Tim Pool and Steven Crowder of wrestling podcasts. Come, come, gun, gun. Now, do you think that? And this is the interesting thing. So the other thing about Missy Hyatt is that she played a rich bimbo on TV, but she also was just a rich lady. Like she did crash two of her dad's cars like within months of her 16th birthday and getting her license. But was that rich? Because there's this weird thing is like, is that rich or is that just like weird cars are cheap in the South thing? Because you know how in that weird thing of like in rural Ontario, everyone has a car, but that doesn't mean that anyone has any money. It just means you need a car. You know what I mean? Like that's the sort of like, like I don't think, I think Missy Hyatt was upper middle class for rural Georgia. So it's like like she was called a princess because her house had a garage and two books. You're telling me you have a dishwasher? I didn't realize I live next to the queen of fucking France. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, one of them sounded, I don't know anything about cars, but one of them, she said LR7 or something. That's a sports car name, I guess. I crashed no, man, that's LR7. It's a Volkswagen. Do you think it was just, yeah, it was just a sweet BMX bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just turned out it was a skateboard. <laughs> So she's in WCCW. She feuds with Sunshine. Um, the rich, the rich lady character is basically a function of like, and I do think it's such a better version of, of course, than ECW because it's like, you see these people, you you see them now, just rich people walking around with no real idea what actual problems are, but complaining about them, and it allows wrestling fans back mm-hmm. when it was still. Now it's past the incel phase, but this was just like right in the heat of like, we like wrestling. This woman's attractive. She'll never talk to us. Let's take out every woman that we think would say no if we asked them out, which we've never asked anyone out on. Yeah, that would involve talking. I'm not here to talk. Yeah. The book, the game hasn't been invented yet, so we don't know how to talk to anyone. Can you tell my fortune? Here's my fortune. I yeah. don't like you. You're a woman. 
That's pretty much what uh, happens to Missy Hyatt. She feuds with Sunshine, who teaches her how to catfight, which is another exact thing. Polly Polly watches them catfight and goes, Live at the ECWCCW arena, I'm beating off in this washroom. Fritz, don't I do just want to let you all do know it. that I'm here to cry. <laughs> and she had the classic manager shit was her loaded Gucci purse, which is... Mm, uh, I oh, the loaded... That's AEW's doing manager, but they don't have like... Oh my God! Taz is carried around the loaded no. actual gun. Do- That's all. They're doing something weirder, which is oh my God! This guy who has not wrestled because his he couldn't lift a cup just gave someone a spine buster that uh, hurt them more than a shotgun blast. Like bear <laughs> yeah, in mind, but that's rules. The second, the second most over move in AEW after the one wing angel is just Arn Anderson touches you. No, it no. isn't. You don't. Yes, Arn it is. Anytime that guy. Up. He got, he got fucked up. He gets fucked up. But also, when that guy hits a spine buster on someone, they also did this in WC in WWE um, with The Undertaker, although The Undertaker didn't end up getting pinned from it. But he would hit the spine buster, and they would react like, Good God, the man's dead, and his family's hurt as well. Like, they just, it's the it's like the one thing they're like, Listen, Arn's a nice guy, and he's got a drinking problem. Let's just put his move over. <laughs> You know, coffee cup filled with wine. I respect a man that looks at a co- uh, looks at coffee and goes, mm-hmm. "People might think that that was wine." Want to wine up this coffee? Um, you want to know a fun story about Missy Hyatt in WCCW? Yeah, that's right. She was trying to change, and Buddy Roberts tried to pee on her. Yeah, um, no, no, no. The story is and then this: Buddy she... Roberts said, "You gonna no. get beat on by a free bird." Let me tell you the whole story, because I watched the Rick Steiner video where he explains the whole thing. And let me say this about Rick Steiner. He then talks about all the people that had sex with Missy Hyatt in a way that sounds like he was buying groceries. And I (laughs) hate him. I hate him. I fucking hate his guts. For this exact reason. This is how he tells it. He goes, goes, so did you ever work with Missy Hyatt? Missy Hyatt? Yeah, we had a van, me, Scott, Sting, Freebirds. And as soon as he said van, you're like, well... I wonder where this is going to go. And then I go, <laughs> no, we pulled good. over. And the Freebirds were like, we got to pee. And then Missy Hyatt was like, oh, I have to pee. And they were like, you go around this way. We'll go around that way. She ran around this way. And then all the Freebirds chased after her, held her down, and Buddy Roberts peed on her. And then they got back in the van. And then he goes, Scott slept with her, although he's a bit of a loner. So did I. I think Sting did too. And then the guy, and bear in mind, this is an RF video shoot interview. Dirty, the... Dirt under your fingernails, company of shoot, uh, wrestling shoot interviews, yeah, yeah. and even he is pretty uncomfortable by the like. It's the lack of emotion Scott had to do with that. Like he literally was like, "Yeah, I fucked her because she's property," and you're like, "Oh, oh, Rick." So this oh, was a different Rick. story because she's trying to change in the locker room at WCCW. Oh, and I. Buddy Roberts telling, is trying to peer uh, on top of the stall, so he goes up on top of the stall. And it's not good being a woman. Uh, now and back then, it was just <laughs> it was an active nightmare. I suppose. Imagine you have a time in your life where someone said, "Weren't you peed on?" And you have to say, "Well, which time?" Yeah, good stuff. And then Fritz, of course, demanded to go over on her. Yeah, and then Fritz pinned her in the parking lot during yeah. what he called a, uh, a, a "I got to show Carrie who's boss." And then she's like, "Carrie's dead." No, <laughs> Carrie was still alive at this point. Yeah. 
Um, so he found out uh, that John she, Tatum slept with her, and then it's like, if you did it, missionary, then you got pinned. I can't put you on my television, there, Missy. Missy, you need to understand that if you've not had sex with all of my sons, including the dead ones, you're fired. <laughs> so what she moves on to the UWF, leaves WCCW. Fuck him. Fuck Fritz Fuck, Fong, um, fucking Eric. He's fucking killing all his sons. He's making up on Eric's now. Goes to the UWF, yeah, yeah, yeah. works with Dark Shoot. Journey, a name I don't like saying one bit, John. Neither. Do I? Also, uh, Dark Journey is famous for being the reason that Dan Spivey gave Sting a swirly because uh, Dan Spivey, I think it was Dan Spivey, got into an argument with Dark Journey, who he was dating, and then he left her at the side of the road and Sting picked her up and drove her to the arena. And apparently, and anyone who tells the story is like, well, you don't do that. If a, if a man leaves a woman by the side of the road, you'll by a serial killer. That's how the business works. Um, yes, and so she has a lengthy feud in UWF with Dark Journey. I assume Bill Watts referred to her boobs as milkers a lot. Um, <laughs> her and John Tatum eventually meet up with a little man named Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert, I think, is one of my favorite. He's the only wrestler who's literally doing a cover band of Jerry Lawler. Like He literally just walks around and he's like, Jerry Law is the king of Memphis. Well, I'm the king of also Memphis. There we go. Yeah. Um, I'm the king of wherever the fuck we are now. I'm the king of whoever got 50 bucks so I can get some fucking drinks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, I'm the king of 50 bucks. That's going to be my fucking angle. I'm the king of fucking pulling out even though I'm wearing a condom. I just like to there know. I don't ooh, trust him. Ooh, ooh. Now we look at the bag together. Yeah, we gotta weigh it with the other ones. I, and he has a bag just for <laughs> all these condoms. Ooh, <laughs> new used condoms, even. Continue, mm. John. Uh, and sh so uh, she, they, uh, John Tatum and uh, Missy Hyatt join. They join Hot Stuff International, which was eventually renamed Hot Stuff and Hyatt International. Whoa. Um, um, and then, uh, then uh, Gilbert and Hyatt betray Tatum on television and in real life because she's uh, Missy Hyatt depending on who you ask if you ask Missy Hyatt I assume it was like well John Tatum was rude to me and Eddie didn't actively try and take shits in beds I was sleeping in so I thought it would be better to be with him and then if you ask anyone else wrestling it's like John Tatum was cucked by Missy Hyatt and mm -hmm. Eddie Gilbert had no nothing to do with it um, and then she is courted and this is crazy to me by the WWF, and Vince McMahon did not sign her. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Because this is... No, but he, they filmed some of the... Okay, so he wanted her to replace Rowdy Roddy Piper for the interview mm. segment with something called Missy's Manor. Those never aired. They were objectionable. And then he just said, you should be a federette and just be... There was this weird time in 87 where Vince had all of these women in kind of glittery, weird suit tops but with bikini bottoms and they basically got the wrestlers ring gear and were at ringside and then they abandoned the program after rampant allegations of sexual abuse welcome to wrestling in the, in 80s. the 80s it's a nightmare it's a nightmare that just you will not wake up from these it's were a nightmare you won't these were allegations in the 80s i really want to nail that home that <laughs> allegations in 2020 you know and 2021 you could say whatever but in the 80s allegations then were like whoa that means you're actively doing it in front of a cop 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in front of you were doing it in a police station. And the in front cops of three like cops. I'm trying not to look, but you're making it <laughs> yeah. hard because you're being too loud, Vince. Mr. Jeez. McMahon, could you not keep showing me photographs here inside a police station with all these signed affidavits that you decided to fill out? <laughs> I'm just so proud, officer. I did it, and it was good. Yeah, it was Linda's birthday, and I had to ruin it. <laughs> so, Missy Hyatt. Do you think, hang on, I have a oh, question for you. Do you yeah. think Vince McMahon has ever remembered his wife's birthday? Mm, I think someone else does for him. I think he has an yeah. assistant to it. Classic. Classic bad guy in a I, I guarantee. I guarantee, though, he has never known what the gift was when she's unwrapping it. Like, he's always like... He's always surprised too. Oh. He's like, I got you. I'd like, I'd like a diamond bracelet. <laughs> he gets yeah, jealous. And then he of buys gifts. a bigger one. And he's like, you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Take that, ha ha, bitch. Yeah, ha ha. You got that for birthday. I got this for Wednesday. I'm better. I got you a car, but the deal is, you sleep in the car. No inside. <laughs> no inside privileges. I mean, the revelation that their wedding gift to Shane McMahon was they just renovated the garage so it was a house he could live in is one of the, like, weirdest things. I mean, actually, I should be careful. You do live with everyone in your wife's family. I pretty much live with everybody. Yeah, you live. Yeah, Dylan. I know Dylan basically lives in the premise of an 80s sitcom. He's a comedian, <laughs> and now he's living with a bunch of wacky Portuguese and Greek people. I'm, uh, I'm old meathead he's, over here. Yeah, he's a repressed wasp living with people that are mostly just anger, <laughs> anger <laughs> and crying. Why do I love you so much? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Did you fall over? No, I dropped. I looked my, out, uh, and you were out of frame. <laughs> I dropped the I dropped the H six microphone pack, which, Ooh, by H6. the way, I've I've had this for seven years. I'm just going to show the video. This is bit. Look how fucked up this thing is now, and it's still going. You can see the circuit board still going. Okay, so oh, I pulled a Hastings almost. Anyway, so really fun yeah. thing. Miss Missy Hyatt introduced Barry Darso to his goddamn fucking wife. Yeah, and um, Barry Darso rewarded her by looking her in the face and going, shut up, you're thin. And she went, <laughs> shut up and marry me. Yeah. Oh, Barry. I mean, can we just say this right now? The last episode to review in about 10 years when Dylan and I finally decide, you know what? We need to stop doing this. It will conclude with an interview with Barry Darso. I know. It'll just be, we'll have to kill Barry Darso. That's what we got to do. God, do you think That's he knows about us? No. Do you think? I think he does. I hope. So, Did we? Didn't we reach out to his printing company at one point? <laughs> I think. I think we tried to, and then he was like, "No, nerds, get the fuck yeah. out of here." Fair, fair, Mister Darso. Fair, sure, fair. So, Missy Hyatt, we got to talk more about the WWF because that's a really interesting thing where she comes in at a time where Vince. It's like the only time where he won't directly court sexy ladies on his TV. And he doesn't want to present a character that's you're because you remember this like Miss Elizabeth is huge at this time, and it's really like tamed down. Like Miss Elizabeth will be like in a in a dress that comes up to like past the knees, and they're like, "This slut's really going for it," you know. So Missy yeah. Hyde is such Missy, a well, like. Do you remember Missy the Hyde's character Saturday of like nights? I fucking have money and I fucking also fuck I will fuck any fucking buddy here. Also, Let's fucking but go. Like, Miss, El- 
Miss Elizabeth also came up in that weird time in wrestling where, and they did this with Sonny too, but wasn't there like a thing where Missy, Miss Elizabeth showed a heel her ass and then like the Mega Powers won the match? Yeah, that was in 89, like, yeah. Yeah, like this is also the weird thing when it comes to Missy or to women in wrestling in this time where it was like, Miss Elizabeth, not only is she so chaste, she is not allowed to talk. Also, do you want to know how good guys win? They get their girlfriends to show bad police officers parts of their body <laughs> yeah it's also like hey you know why miss elizabeth is great because she's a woman and that means no talking yeah that's how you knew hogan oh. and uh, macho man yeah. really stepped over the line a woman had to talk like, a woman's yeah, talking right. sense into them they're fucked yeah now yeah they, they're about to Crazy. literally explode that's what's happening their friendship <laughs> cannot handle a woman saying excuse me At, dylan and i have a rule I've had many lovely meals with Dylan's uh, wife and child, and Dylan and I have a rule, and that is, if Dylan's wife talks, we are no longer friends. We have to leave the meal. We have to burn the yeah. table. Yeah, it's and we and she talks, and we go, Madam, you know what happens table, now. Table fire. Yeah, and let me tell you, she has not gotten used to it. Every time, <laughs> she is very concerned. So. Missy Hyatt did not want to be a federate, so she leaves the WWF. No, of course she didn't. Like she had so no character. Also, these these ven by the way, these um these vignettes and stuff. You can are on you our can Instagram see them on our TikTok, and if you want to see yeah. them, and they're like really like she has no training being an interviewer. She was just a manager before this, so they throw. But they're like, okay, be good at this thing. It's classic Vince, where he's like, hey, hey, there's this thing you're really good at. Do something else and be good at it. Oh, you're not good at it? Yeah. We'll do this thing that's like a way tame. Like you you went she went from like replacing Piper's pit to pretend to be a cheerleader and we'll find something for you. And then she was like, I think no, that that's too much. Like if you the only time you can see Federettes really is WrestleMania three. And they literally are like barely on camera. So it was it would be like if he he went to someone who was it would be like if he was running a TV show and he hired the like the third lead on a sitcom and he was like, "You are gonna get me a bagel," and she was like, "No, <laughs> I'm not." But legit though, that's exactly what it is. It's a uh, you bring in people from other company and then you put them down for a bit so your company looks a bit better. But we should say this. Um, oh, she spends a year in the CWA, and um, that's really just because she doesn't get invited back to Crockett. Yeah, this is the weird thing, too, is the NWA kind of sours on her on again, off again. I think, and this is me just presupposing, is part of it is they do not like that she is a woman. That's what it is. That's the problem. They don't like <laughs> no. that she's a woman. No, it's um when she quit to the WWF, she went and was like, to Crockett, she went, I'll fucking see you. When I'm fucking rich, I can have a fucking my own action figure. You fucking piece of shit. Fuck you. And then WWF didn't work out, and she'd be like, "Remember all that stuff I said? That was JKing." And then they were like, "You're not working here yet." And he was like, "Okay." But she works with Eddie Gilbert, of course, in the CW. Yeah, they're still dating. Yeah. Eddie Gilbert, highlight of his life, has a feud with Jerry the King Lawler. I assume Eddie Gilbert fucked Missy Hyatt so good because his dick was hard for days after being in the ring with his hero. Um, and then she gears up for quite possibly the biggest run of her entire life. Do you want to talk about that now or after the break? We talk about this after the break, but we should go over this. Keep in mind, Missy Hyatt has been a professional wrestler for now three years. 
She's been in three promotions or four promotions. Welcome sorry. to Territory Wrestling, baby. But legitimately started in WCCW, which was on its way down, but still very profitable in '85. Goes to the UWF, which was then uh, had a television show, of course. The WWF, and then downgrades to CWA. But that's like she's immediately on television, and it remains on television. Like that's a crazy first run. Missy Hyatt is way more important and influential to wrestling than people will acknowledge or understand. And of it's crazy to me that people don't get it. You know what I mean? Like you got to understand this is the fucking. Yes. You like, yeah. there's no type of manager or anything <laughs> like that. That was like this before her. There wasn't this sort of She created an archetype. Yeah. She created an archetype in near Paul Heyman and Jim Cornette. And they both went, well, I'm not going to work with her, but I will make other people just behave like her for the rest of my life. Yeah. She was, uh, she was basically the first valet. And then even like you get into WCW, where she goes into, which we'll talk about after the break, and you get like woman and you get. Um, and what's so crazy is Sherry Martell, even Elizabeth, like go for it. She's part of the woman unveiling is because she's yep. portraying Scott's girlfriend. And then she's like, oh, well, this good girl, Robin, will be Rick's girlfriend. And then they have sex one time. And then she is driven mad by cum and befriends two black guys. <laughs> Best that is storyline ever. Literally the feud. It's she the feels gra- Rick Steiner yeah. fucks her once and she goes insane. <laughs> I hope they do it that is. with Braun Breaker. <laughs> Braun Breaker fucks. I mean, hopefully they're taking a step forward. So he fucks fucking, I don't know. Who who she fuck, you think? And then they go nuts. She'd fu- in nowadays. I hope she fucks Finn with- Balor, and then Finn there Balor permanently turns into the demon. Yeah, that's what. That's basically the equivalent. But he becomes an actual demon. Like you, there's footage of him just on a bus He's with that. Unbeatable paint on. now. The bisexual demon is undefeated. Cannot be the beaten. Bisexual demon. That's what he'll be. And we'll be talking about more about only that instead of Missy Hyatt after the break. Oh, Dylan, what a lovely break this is. We're uh, stopping the show to tell all of you that Dylan and I have had some shit happen in our lives. Dylan, go ahead. Mine's good. I'm a dad now. I'm going through a divorce, and also I broke my body. So how about you fucks head on over to Patreon and give Mummy and Daddy, I'm Mummy, he's Daddy, some sweet, sweet cash. You get to decide what episodes we're doing. You get to uh, uh, exclusive access to episodes never released anywhere else, and we will love you. And also... um, we're fine if you don't donate to Patreon, but like it'd be fucking sick if you did. If you can't donate to Patreon because you're that much of a poor piece of shit loser, just subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you're using. And most importantly, probably, even if you don't fucking subscribe, just rate, rate, review us, say, oh, this is good, because there's a lot of people who don't like how political we are for some reason. So rate, subscribe, review, suck, 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 bye, 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 enjoy hearing about whatever fucking carny is it. So, Missy Hyatt leaves the uh, WWE for not wanting to be a federette. She goes to CWA, and she lands in, for six years, the paycheck that is WCW. Welcome to WCW in the 80s and 90s before Bischoff. If you are just quiet, you will be paid for years. Man, and she does the worst thing, Hammer. Yeah. Had a job for 10 years. Did you know something about Van Hammer that I learned today was 
that he wanted uncut. to be when he was in the Misfits in Action. He was Major Stash because they were going to call him Private Stash, but he didn't want to be a lower rank than anyone else in the group, so they changed it to Major Stash. No. That's how fucking funny Van Hammer is. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? I love I, wrestling. I love that so much. I hope that that's so true. But then we miss the pun. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the pun. I have big weed. That's my... Can we call my character big weed? Here's the crazy thing. He was um, uh, originally Private Stash. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. And God, this is good. Major Stash. Which Major also, Stash would have been also, just like... He would have had a grow oh, a big on. mustache. Hang on. That's his whole character. Hang on. Do you yeah. know what happened to him in 2020? He um, was arrested at the Capitol riots because he wasn't strong enough to get in the White House. Better. Uh, arrested for a hit and run for hitting a five-year-old who was riding a bicycle. The Jesus. child flew on the hood of Van Hammer's car, suffered internal injuries, but survived. And um, and let me get, guess guess what Van Hammer's punishment was. He pleaded guilty, and as a result, was sentenced to one year of probation, and his driver's license was revoked. Sweet, and then he had to face Goldberg again. That's right. He uh, he was drunk and on weed. Go on, Van Hammer. He more like Van, ha- more like Van Hammered. Am I right, Dylan? That's good. <laughs> Thank he you. He was drunk on weed. That's good. So Missy Hyatt, as John mentioned, becomes the manager of the Steiner brothers, dating Scott Steiner in storyline, and I'm sure yeah. by Rick Steiner's thing, sucking everybody off because fucking. You can't. You imagine she changed. This is the other fucked up thing. She changed with the men. Well, they wouldn't give her a separate. Yeah, uh, locker room. This is something I found out in the research for this episode, where I just went, "How? How is there any question that she deserved to win that lawsuit? Like right there." Nineties <laughs> like, harassment. Those... Like now would be a layup because, like, I guarantee some of the stuff. It was like, "All right, your character. Here's what your character has to do." Piss on me, no cameras. That's for your character, no cameras. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, we need to have a character meeting. Meet me at 2 o'clock in the morning. I will be wearing nothing. You'll be in the bath. The only water in the bath will be your pee. You can't leave until you <laughs> fill the bath with your pee. Yeah. Most of your character, what I'm going to say is about your character is I get to see your boobies. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. your character. I'd- I don't want to see them, but I want to feel them in my mouth, and I want you to call me a good boy. I want you to put half and half creamer around your nipples. I want to taste it. And when I'm done, I'm going to go, mommy made me not hungry. (laughs) And that's your character. Yeah, that's your character. That's your fault. And you know who did that? That's right. Tully Blanchard. Not even working for WCW at the time. He just hung out in the parking lot, and Missy High just talked to him. He's just, I do this. Profesh making people uncomfortable. But yeah. So the Steiners. John, do you have any comments on Missy Hyatt with the Steiners? Wildly unnecessary is what I would say. I would say that poor woman being exposed to those awful, awful men. Here's what I will say about her collecting money in WCW is I continually and constantly just think of this poor woman. Like just she's changing in the fucking locker room and then doing interview segments stood next to Jim Ross and Gordon Soley. So I assume she's like, okay, I will go and change. And then a bunch of men will be like, nice clit. And then she'll walk out to be in front of the camera. And Gordon Soley will be so drunk that she'll he'll think that she's his wife. Dusty, I think was uh, Gordon Soley's wife's name. 
Dusty? Something. She had a weird nickname. Looking back, it might be a boy. Gordon Sully might be gay. <laughs> he was just gay. He was just gay and no one ever talked about it. That's too classy for wrestling. That would be 100% what would happen because wrestling's weird where it's like, well, he's a commentator, so we won't be a monster to him. We'll just be very weird. Um, well, that's the thing. Missy Hyatt wanted to be a commentator in WCW and they made her a manager. Of course, she does the makeover and makes woman turn into a skank. An evil skank. Is the character. woman... Doom Steiner Brothers storyline, the most wrestling storyline in wrestling. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not the. It's best. certainly crazy that it happened in the late '80s. I will say that. Like, it's a very it's, much like a '90s. It's it, it's something you would think would have happened ten years later, where it's like, yeah, yeah and she, oh, and she, that's and so she true. Fucking fucked Billy Gunn, and then all she wanted to do was lick up cum. So that's why she's come licking Tori. I'm so surprised that there wasn't if. Ahmed Johnson had made it to the Attitude Era, this would have been a plot point. Oh like it would have Thank been God like he didn't. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank fucking God. Anyway. Say what you want about the Attitude Era and the WWE. Here's something that you could definitely say about it. Not as racist as it could have been. <laughs> well, this is the other thing about Missy Hyatt. Outside of her first three years in wrestling, she's pretty much used like shit because they don't let her just be. I'm a rich bitch. No, like, you know what I mean? They don't let her be like, I've got some people I manage. I'm kind of aloof. And then the whole crowd fucking hates her because they don't like the pretty ladies. They do no, like pretty I... ladies, but they want pretty ladies who are like, every man in here is so handsome. And they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Not like, I got a Gucci purse and I'm ready to not know your name. Well, this I could have been way more of a interesting, impactful manager if actually I think they'd gotten out of the way. If they had just been like, just go be annoying and yeah. like a on like she wouldn't have gotten over like crazy. Instead, she bounces around as a manager, as you said. She starts commentating a little bit on the WCW main event, uh, and then in 1991, in one of the most unsung good periods of wrestling, which is the Poly Dangerously Dangerous Alliance sort of eight month period in WCW. She has a big feud with Polly Dangerously. And this is one of the funniest, best uses of managers because it's basically like here. What I liked about wrestling in this period is that there was definite sort of like strength classes in that like all the wrestlers were a certain level of strength and all managers were of the same level of power in that Missy Hyatt could absolutely take and beat up Paul Heyman. And it was sort of left at that. And it was like, it was just a great old feud. They also have her, then like he brings in the heavy that is Medusa. They're constantly going back and forth. There's some really good just sort of in the ring pull-aparts with Missy Hyatt just screaming and making weird noises. It's just a really fun type in, and time it in wrestling. what? Uh, it leads to, I assume, Bill Watts calling Paul Heyman uh, uh, words for Say a Jewish it. person that are not the word Jewish, and then Missy Hyatt crying in some sort of sedan. Um, a bikini showdown between her and Medusa. Is it the bikini? I want you to know, by the way, I the read that as a bikini showdown. Bikini showdown between Paul Heyman and uh, Missy Hyatt. <laughs> and I will tell you, I spent 15 minutes Googling that on du Dubai Wi-Fi because I was like, there is Paul Heyman's in a bikini and Vince McMahon hasn't used that photo every day of Paul Heyman's employment. What the hell? And then I was like, oh, it was Medusa. But then you get some really good Medusa Missy Hyatt 
um, like run-up promos where they do this thing that I think is very fun where it's basically Missy Hyatt just like walks into interviews and starts heckling Medusa. And they kind of in that idea of like, yeah, like Missy Hyatt would just be in the broadcasting area. So yeah, she'd be like, you're a slut. Fuck you, you mucusy pussy bitch. Like it would just, <laughs> the logic yeah, of mean, it was quite fun. She of course goes back to managing for a minute and tried to recruit Ric Flair. Um, she began managing the Nasty Boys, and here's one of the things that leads to her the Nasty leaving. Boys. I assume that every day of that was hell. She said that Nobs is a great guy and Sags is weird, which probably checks out because Nobs is probably doing buck nice full of blow, and she's like, "This guy likes to party." And then Sags is like, "Let me tell you about true darkness." And then he's like, oh, <laughs> "Um, ugh." <laughs> So, oh man, we get to talk about the ECW weird shit too after this. But anyway, yeah. um, here's what happens. I, Let's go for it. Go ahead. I have to violently blow my nose. Can I walk over? There's a tissue. I need to get it. Like it's, I've never had to blow. I'm holding go for rivers go for of it. mucus. You tell them some stuff about Missy Hyatt. So there's multiple reasons why Missy's kind of let go by WCW, but one of them is that she... During a match, one of her boo-boos fell out. And while one of her boobs fell out, she basically, like, blames Bischoff, goes to the back and demands an apology, and then Eric Bischoff just laughs at her. And it seems that she didn't want to be a manager anymore, and Bischoff wanted her to be a commentator. She alleges that, obviously, I don't say obviously, but she alleges that she was showing up Bischoff. So... Bischoff didn't want her on commentary, but from honestly, from what it looks like from looking at old clips, it was just like they didn't need a color person that was they. I shouldn't say this. They didn't want a color person that was a woman at that time, and um, so they didn't want Missy Hyatt. They wanted like Dusty Rhodes and all these fucking people to be their color people. Yeah, they wanted to do because it's again, it's that thing of they are also in the run up to Hogan's coming in. Like the thing that yes is interesting is there's a big shift in the WCW presentation between '93 and '94 because they way Disneyify it. Like Eric Bischoff sees power, and Eric Bischoff, if anything, is very good at marketing and going, "What are things that make this family friendly?" Missy Hyatt being a bit of a loose cannon and being like, and look at Hogan's bulge or whatever <laughs> is probably not that great. In the other thing of Missy Hyatt, I think was probably a bit of a loose cannon backstage and Eric Bischoff yeah, knows how to manage. Years, she was comfortable. And also she's viciously Southern. She's viciously Southern and also and got incredibly jealous. Southern that come because Eric Bischoff says it's something about like Sherry Martell comes in. She didn't like that. That's like her behavior. Uh, I think I mean, what it is, Missy Hyatt's interviews, she has nothing nice but nice things to say about Sherry. I don't know. It might be Bishop finding a reason. Sometimes you yeah. fire people because it's like, yeah, they didn't fit at the company. You don't need to like have a reason. But like, yeah. in wrestling, anytime anyone has a shoot interview, because it's wrestling, of course, and you want people to find you interesting, there has to be a reason. I guarantee Simon Gotch wasn't fired for any reason other than like, oh, Simon Gotch still works here? Get the fuck out. Yeah. Instead of no, like, no, I was screwed over by Enzo. It's like, no, you weren't. You just no, you're just kind of, your time had gone. That, I will never forget this. I uh, I pr I wrote and produced a short film in the year 2014. Ooh. 
And we were we found a director and we were going through it. And I remember we were going through casting options, and there was a person that would have made the entire thing so much easier in terms of financing, and um, that would have been in it. And the one person who wasn't the director, but someone else who was in production, just went, "Life's too short. Don't do it." not doing it. Life's too short. And it was like, what do you mean? It's just like, it will just be a little bit more difficult if this person's on set. And it was one of those things where it's like, it's not anything in particular. It's just, trust me, this will be really more annoying if they're involved. And I feel like that's what a lot of things are sometimes where it's just like, there's nothing tangible to say. Like they don't fart cup it and then put it in my face. It's just kind of like I'm in charge and I don't want them here. So they're gone. Is sort of yeah. how it, and I do agree. Here's with what the I'll Missy say Hyatt about thing of like Hogan coming in and Disneyfying it because Missy Hyatt, her whole character, even though she's direct, not directly like TV fourteen, like wrestling would become, she is a before her time, and b yeah, you can't have Missy Hyatt, Missy Hyatt and Hulk Hogan in the same company. You're just giving mixed messages about what your company is. Yeah, because so she's married, and all, Hogan will get so distracted, be like, wait a minute. Is there videotapes? Can I get her husband to fill Hold me? On, I get to take here. something from someone, dude. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Also, it's one of those things where there's a ton of people that are shifted off in this time period. Jesse Ventura, who Hogan hated. Here's my favorite thing. Hogan hates Jesse Ventura because uh, Jesse Ventura, I think, wanted to unionize. Like, it's never explained mm. why Hogan hates Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura hates Hogan because he's like, I thought we were friends, and then he kept getting me fired. And it's like... <laughs> I think he probably hates him because Jesse Ventura was in Predator and kind of had the same gimmick, so he's a threat. Yeah, that's probably right. And I'm going like to say this. When Hogan wanted to get into movies, you can't be like, I'm Hulk Hogan, I'm the number one star in this thing, and also the guy who's clearly better at this is right there. Yeah. I'm Hulk Hogan. I'm the best actor in wrestling, except for like eight... Eight guys that are way better at acting than me. Yeah. Terry Funk, too. Terry Funk's the best actor. Terry Funk's the Lawrence Olivier of uh, 80s wrestlers who go into Hollywood. Okay. And then, Missy ladies Hyatt. and gentlemen. Sexual harassment. She. Oh, hell yeah, baby. What would you like to know about it? Everything. Take us from one to ten, buddy. Uh, Missy Hyatt files a lawsuit. There was I a talked current. talked about the Nasty Boys thing. There is a current affair mm -hmm. um, that I watched about it that does Ooh. not explain. This is the best. You all, it's all on YouTube. You have to watch it. Does not explain what the lawsuit is. Just in every way possible is like, look at this woman. She's got big boobs. Lawsuit. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? There's a like, lawsuit. Uh, yeah. Something about sex? Anyway, look at those jugs. Yum, yum. Some, some call her Trollop, and I am, my name is Some. Like, it's just like, Jesus Christ. Those milkers like, are above 2%. Yum, yeah, yum. Let me tell you, anyway, yeah. something about she's, sex and harass? I want to harass. She's, harass. she's suing uh, Ted Turner, and I would like to fuck her. A current affair. Hard copy. Talk about hard. Yeah. Copy. <laughs> yeah. Dick. My name My is, dick is Bill O'Reilly, and I would like to do oh, her yeah. live. Then she goes to what we like to call ECW, and the yeah. ECW run is very good because but, you because think also, that the fact it? that what Hang 1995. On. This is very important. This is not. This is not ECW influencing wrestling for the next ten years. This is. 
Todd Gordon and Eddie oh, Gilbert's yeah. ECW. The Sandman is wearing American pants and the Road Warrior Hawk didn't show up. He's doing crack in a cabin. No, this is easy. This is extreme championship wrestling because it's uh, she debuts just before the new year in 1996. Oh, this is not Eastern Championship Wrestling. And also but this is still pretty. Hang on. Yeah. But it's early in extreme championship wrestling. Oh, yeah. yes. It's early yeah. in then. Um, but the same man is the same man by this point. They're doing their adult angles. The way she debuts is like making out with Stevie Richards. And oh, yeah. she's like clearly comfortable playing the new oh, wait, poly what? idea on, of on, what a valet is. Before you keep going, I... I had this written down as one of my four notes for Missy Hyatt that weren't this poor woman. Why does she kiss Stevie Richards? To get a date with Raven. That's right. What a man. You know what's is okay. And then Stevie Richards makes fun of her sexual harassment lawsuit. But you would think Stevie Richards, or sorry, Paul Heyman, Missy Hyatt, great relationship. Oh, they'll cheat. Missy Hyatt's a star. ECW needs stars. They'll use Missy Hyatt really well. Absolutely not. She just kind of like manages the Sandman a bit. Sandman says they had sex and then he nutted really quick. Enjoy that interview online as well. Oh, it's very good. And by the way, there was more I than fucking one nutted immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I'm going to say this before. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Sandman might be when he dies, no one will be sad. Everyone will be like, I mean, what a run. What a life. That guy. <laughs> He is the Keith Richards of wrestling, almost. That guy, Keith Richards, is a little bitch compared to Sand Sandman. Hey, if anything, has partied harder with no job. Like wrestling was at least he's like he accidentally got some cardio mm -hmm. and couldn't smoke every moment he was awake. Now it's just like I signed some stuff and some time. Ha, yeah. It's crazy to me too that that interview, the way that shoot interview goes. Sorry, I got to plug something in. That way that shoot interview goes is so funny because he's like. Yeah, my wife became my valet because she didn't like me hanging out with Missy. Anyway, I had sex with Missy Hyatt. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's, it's like <laughs> as good as the Rick James, like, yeah, going crazy. Anyway, I was smacking this guy up at his head. It's really perfect stuff. But anyway, um, Missy Hyatt is in ECW. She's just used tacitly to kind of get people over. Um, the big rumor is that, and this is true, Paul Varlins didn't want to job to Taz, and Missy Hyatt talked to Paul Varlins and convinced him to job to Taz, and everyone just assumes that Missy fucked him. Um, what did uh, Missy Hyatt, and uh, Missy Hyatt, by the way, then reneged after the match, and this is on Wikipedia and also in a cultaholic um, YouTube video, so you know what that means. It's gospel. What did she say to Paul Varlins <laughs> when she then refused to suck his dick? Don't fucking look at me, bitch. I don't blow jobbers. That's Come on, Missy. Fuck sick. yeah, Missy. That's Missy. Missy. <laughs> Missy. Like, it's so... And she's so, like... The funny thing about Missy Hyde is you can see why she was such a good and why Jim Cornette, like is creaming his jeans over her as a character because even in describing Paul Varlins versus Taz, she goes like Paul Varlins is like a big guy. Taz is like five, three. So of course Paul Varlins didn't want to lose, but he's a UFC guy who wasn't even good anyway. And it's like, man, you were just cannot help but being a bitch. Good for you.
Yeah, it's well, it's again, it's ultimate. Well, like you said, it's like, the eighty bucks fucking shoot shooting. And the other thing is, as of April twentieth, four twenty, smoke, smoke, YOLO. She will no longer do shoot interviews. She's like the fucking. I don't like the question. Same. I I'm asked the same nine questions, and I don't like doing them. So, but wait, April twentieth of two two zero two one two zero or two zero. So no more shoot interviews from Missy Hyatt. I mean, I think that the prime time for shoot interviews for Missy Hyatt was the two thousands before yeah, I don't, the financial I, crisis and the you know whatever wave of feminism came after. No, I don't in like that the little I like, like the tone, ten. I don't like the ten the tone of your voice padding, there. In the ten year padding where it was like for some reason everyone just turned a blind eye. Missy Hyatt's shoot interview um, prime time or prime was when Mansers was on TV. Yeah. Missy the Mansers Hyatt. Spike TV era. That was when it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it, once again, just having men fucking hate her yeah, for yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. That's what she fight. excels at. Yeah. Um, Missy Hyatt slide into like a fucking incel comment board and they would, for some reason, give her money and she'd be like, aren't you guys like sweating too much? And they'd be like, God, oh, no. <laughs> No! Yeah. Stop! Ah, stop it! Bad, bad, bad. Stop her um, feelings. Anyway, so Dylan, she, she for the next she leaves years, you shoot interviews, and I haven't watched the porn she's featured in, but I do not mm. feel that it is happy. Wrestling Vixens with Sunny and Missy Hyatt. I remember that being advertised on one of the nerd shows I listened to, and let's just say this: they had the proper tone, which was, "I'm we're not going to buy this, and you shouldn't either." Yeah. Uh, the other thing that she, of course, did was definitely started appearing on a lot of social media with Trump stuff, which I would say yes, she, she loves Trump. She, she loves Trump, and I guarantee that she isn't open about, but definitely believes in QAnon. Like, I don't want to be rude to Missy yeah. Hyatt, but she is definitely in the QAnon strike. She would definitely be one of the people you would think would be into QAnon, which is suburbs, right wing, let's go. Also, why did she quit wrestling? Why did she quit wrestling? Uh, New Jack farted in her mouth. Okay. It's even better than that. She had her job is Thursday to Sunday, right? That's her job. Being in wrestling, you mean? No. This was her new job is Thursday to Sunday. Okay. And she didn't want to give up her new hobby, which is? I, go ahead. No, sorry. Her new job Sunday to Thursday. Okay. So Friday, Saturday, yeah. she has off. Um. She didn't want to give up her new hobby of Civil War reenactment. Civil War reenactment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And World War II. And let me ask you this, Dylan. What side? Yeah, she's really fun. I got to say this about here's the thing with all wrestlers is you think, you know what? They're going to get when when they're good in shooter interviews, just strap in because until they die, they are going to keep giving crazy gold. Like New Jack, ladies and gentlemen, New Jack. New Jack's swan song was a beautiful documentary where he comes across as likable and every portion of his dark side of the ring is. And then I saw a guy and I stabbed him and you're like, new Jack, you are a scamp. You are a rascal. Know what you are? You deserve a shooka shooka under the chin. You son of a gun. And he's like, I'm going to do Coke in a wheelchair. And you're like, oh, I'm going to buy you the wheelchair. You son of a gun. <laughs> you go get it, buddy. And Missy Hyatt, you just know that she is portraying a Nazi when she's doing World War Two, World War One reenactments. She's That's like, really "I'm the Hitler." I didn't even think of that. I'm the Hitler. I call and Hitler you're like, Hitler again, boys. Boys, I'm Hitler. And she's like, "I'm Hitler uh, with he, a Gucci purse. I'm always yeah. the heel, but in this case, I'm the baby face." 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shotgun being Jefferson Davis at this Civil War reenactment. Mm-hmm. He didn't really fight. All right, I'll just give some of his speeches. <laughs> I'll modernize them. Antifa is coming for you. Uh, um, my idea way, would be um, we sink all the Patreon money into one shooting interview, and it's Missy Hyatt and honky only talk and we don't talk and we don't tell who is interviewing who we just put them in a room and see what yep. happens yep i'm i got news for you honky i looked at the patreon patreon yeah no no here's what we do first off we buy 24 bud lights mm-hmm. 24 uh bud light limes we put those in a hotel room we remove the bed missy hyatt honky talk man four <laughs> cameras it will end with both of them just taking shits in corners of the room yeah. while looking at each other. Marking but the we room, will get, yes. Of course, yes. They call that the Tennessee Territory. And mm-hmm. it will be, oh, I would I would never stop watching that show interview. Only, but by the way, the interviewer should be Jamie Dundee. Half sober, half real drunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. And then I assume 10 minutes in, Honky Tonk Man will be like, and that's how I invented the printing press. Honky Tonk yeah. Man. Honky tonk, mate. Missy, tell them about how I invented virginity. Before me. <laughs> Here's one thing just... you can't take, you ruppity bitch. My virginity again. Honky tonk, man. Honky tonk, man. So, talk about what you think about Missy Hyatt is. Piece of shit. Um, it cut out, and all I heard was this. Talk about Missy Hyatt. <laughs> That's literally what I said, yeah. Oh, one like this. Talk Missy Hyatt. Uh, are best we thing. High, point, high point. Best thing about Missy Hyatt? Sure. Or high point, low point. Let's do it. I like that she sued WCW. I like that she sued Ted Turner, and she definitely run, won, and they made her sign an NDA, Such so they didn't. a good idea. Leave the company. Clearly, she was sexually harassed. Her lawsuit probably said, I mean, come on, guys. And yeah, then I had to paid change. paid her a bunch of fucking money. I had to change near fire breaker chip and they were like give that woman some money <laughs> i mean if the, this is the funny thing if they take that to court they could have probably the lawyer which no one takes wrestling seriously enough but the lawyer for wcw probably could have been like or turner could have been like this was a precedent like set throughout but then it's like weird because like what's your thing where it's like oh this is a precedent so just like this is wrestling women aren't really people like men or people and then the judge is yeah. like i rule in favor of the wrestling so they have no let chance let me say this it's like about no no no, no. Only... wait no one peed on her nothing happened like what's your fucking defense gonna be yeah if if unless jerry mcdivitt is a genius because he's the only lawyer that was like wait i'm just a competent lawyer if i make this my entire business i'll be a billionaire because there's nothing in this mm-hmm. industry that doesn't warrant a lawsuit and no other lawyer is going to take it seriously <laughs> I guarantee WCW at the time was like, uh, just so you know, it is common wrestling practice to take nude pictures of a woman without her consent and then post her address online. That's just how you get fired in this business. Okay? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. just wrestling. This is outside. I just want to let you know Turner. Other thi- things out of context in wrestling seem inappropriate. In wrestling, it is okay to use a woman's mouth and luggage as a toilet. <laughs> that's just how the business is done. Young Randall Kenneth Orton is doing a great job of teaching himself to be a professional wrestler at just the tender age of seven. Can I Shitting just say in this? this woman's Cultaholic referring to Randy Orton as Randall Randall Keith. Randall 
Randall Keith Orton. And that song they play every time he's mentioned on any of their videos truly makes that guy so much more ridiculous. Like you literally are just like, well, you're a little bitch, Randall. Randall Keith, you're a little bitch. Plus he said the N-word and everyone just got that. I think the high point for Missy Hyatt. Wait, is, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, when did he do that? On a video stream on um online gaming. So the like on a Twitch stream? Like he said that yeah. like recently? Yeah. Missy Hyatt, high point of her career. Pretty much the start, because I think it was a function of these places yeah. didn't have a lot of talent, so they couldn't book her in a way that they wanted to. They just had to book her as best they could to get the most money out of her. It's a really bizarre career because it's like she had a great run. She made a lot of money, but she could have made a lot more. It's funny because it's the duality of she would have been more popular if she was around in the late 90s, but I don't think she would have made as much money because I agree she with you. would have flamed out. It would have just been like, here's how Missy Hyatt goes in the late 90s. Um, she's, yeah, she's Sable and Sunny at the same time, or she's like, you know, Sable-ish. Yeah. They, she poses for Playboy. She's out of the company in two years, but gets like a ton of money. So maybe she makes she the get, exact same amount of money, but in condensed in two years. Here's the one problem, though. She would definitely have had to date Brock Lesnar, and that would not have ended well with her. The she would have made Brock Lesnar I, feel really bad about himself just by being really rude. Like she would have been like, "Wait a minute, so you stopped? You didn't play football? What? You just can't learn football? Football's pretty easy." And then he would have, been yeah. Like, oh, okay, I I'll just go like to that. Minnesota. Oh. I don't Can't like do that, that to me. <laughs> Missy, that's very rude. I'm going to um, get a sword tattooed on my butt. Yeah. Um, low point for Missy Hyatt is, of course, her husband dies, and the entire Ooh. business she works for just call her for it. Yeah, she tries to grieve, uh, and then instead everyone's like, you're a whore. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even. Cur- <laughs> oh, we didn't even mention that Eddie Gilbert died, and now everyone calls her a whore. Her a whore, yeah. And she's I was, like, I'm... clearly on the road a lot, drinking a lot, and making yeah, some she's, mistakes that we yeah, all. Yeah, she's make. really because yeah, she's, she's really, really sad. sad. Her husband died, and yeah. her and her industry was like, well, you want to know why he died? And she was like, pill addiction and a bad childhood. No, you're a whore. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, well, I should believe you. You are a man in a sports coat. Mm, you do have face paint on and three haircuts at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You are you are Hawk, and you keep com- claiming you are conversely in the Legion of Doom and a Hell's Angel. So I'm going to have to believe you. And the funny thing is, of because of course, because it's wrestling and everything is insane, Hawk was like one of the only gentlemen to her, apparently. Which is I know. This is, the, this is the best thing. I'm not. Well, I'm not going to fuck you, Missy. Just because I crack in amounts that people go, What? Doesn't yeah. mean I don't respect a woman. Freeway Rick. Well, Freeway Rick Ross used to refer to me as a financial windfall, but that <laughs> I don't know how to treat a friend with respect. Tell him, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next week, this is Missy Hyde's done now. Fuck you. But, All right. What's it's her low literally, point? Literally, what time low- is it there? It, eight, nine, it's 9.30 in the morning there. It's 1.27 in the morning here. Yeah, we're fucking bending over backwards for you pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, we're next week. Do... We're gonna no, I do am not kidding. the Bruiser I am and not the kidding. Crusher. Maybe just Dick the Bruiser, but maybe also the Crusher. If there's not enough information on Dick the Bruiser, also we're gonna say Dick the Bruiser even more than we so should. So much. Oh, oh my god. I hope you're all ready for an hour of Dick the Bruiser. I hardly. Were. 
Come on, yeah, yeah. Dylan. Come the fuck there on. You, you want, know what's so much better about this podcast now? And I think about this a lot during the Missy Hyatt episode of how many times we were just like, this poor woman is, bear in mind, one of these hosts, now a father. Everything that we say, one of the people saying it or I'm hearing a father it, a man, though. So fucking let that, let, let that <laughs> out there. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a father of a man. Yeah. Dylan, yeah, I know man. you're all wondering. Knew my dick worked and now we know dylan's works mine works better that's true i've recently been getting too hard so i can't come it's a weird thing that's how fucking that's what i bring to the fucking yard <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like that and let me tell you John, this you should hi, not you you should not declare that at customs when you enter dubai anything to declare hard. i get so hard i don't come no more pardon me never mind brother <laughs> Okay, next week, Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher, maybe just Dick the Bruiser, who knows. John, plug everything now. Dylan Gott can be found on Twitter at Dylan Gott, D-Y-L-A-N-G-O-T-T. The rest of the review is on Patreon. Join our Patreon to get the video of the podcast, and you could see Dylan squeezing an imaginary boob right now. <laughs> or you could follow me on Twitter. That's at the John Hastings on all social media. And check out my Twitch chat show, the Untitled Twitch stream with Ashley Manning and Chris Betts, available uh, Thursday through Sunday. That's 2 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, only on at twitch.tv backslash untitled twitch stream. Dylan, we will talk to you next week about Dick the Bruiser. Ladies and gentlemen, we are we had a big meeting at the Wrestler Review Towers. Big meeting. And we have dis discussed, we have some great episodes coming up. My God. And may I say this? I didn't know we did a Mr. Kennedy slash Mr. Anderson episode. I forget I that too. Here's the thing, because there was a period in time where we would block record, like we would record like six in a row, just sat in one mm -hmm. of our houses in London for a whole day. And I do like the abyss. I think the abyss episodes are some of our best work because I genuinely lapse into a feverish hallucination. <laughs> the abyss episodes are great because we just kind of half ass research them. And every time you look up, he just loses to Raven. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so sad. And it's one of those things where you don't think it's sad living it. And then you read it and you're like, my God, this poor man. People watch TNA. We're like, this is going to fucking beat WWE. Just think about that. All right. Thanks very much for your time, guys. Enjoy your day, night, whatever. Fuck shit. Fuck. Hope your dick's so hard you can't cut. John Hastings.